This is Stephen Dominguez of the Pure BS Podcast and the Science Faction Podcast. You're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to Soren with the Magic Our Way Podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First, we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicourway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next Soarin' flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Buffs, Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rambe. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way Podcast. Asante uh, Santa, everyone! You are listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Buffs talking about dizzy stuff, and this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicRoy.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. With us today, as always, we have... Excelsior! You know, 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 you know. I have the You know the story's all about the glory. It is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. I tell you what, every time I hear Richard Hertry intro and then I go to the park, I'm always, his voice is always in my head, no matter what theme I hear from a ride it or something. It spoils you, right? It does. And I keep saying it. Like, when I'm at the ride, I'm like, wait for Richard Hertry's voice. It's it's like, why aren't you saying Magic Army Podcast? I name? want a new Star Wars Hurtcher intro. Do oh, you now? That would be awesome. I do, man. Because like he did one <laughs> for uh, The Last Jedi and, you know, to protect the innocent, we're not ever going to play that ever again because that movie didn't exist. But it was a good intro. But there again, it harkened back to the trailer of Last Jedi. I want a, a more timeless Star Wars intro from Mr. Hurtcher. Like a particular uh. voice? In, in, in your hand, I don't care if, he, if if look if he can rip off something from Star Tours, if he could find a way to incorporate a scene from one of the movies. Bye bye. <laughs> do it as Java, huh? You do it as Java. Do it as Java. Magic Nobada. Yes, Jabba whatever Nobada. he wants to do, I would like a timeless Star Wars. From Star intro. Wars fans, no doubt. From Star him Wars fans, yeah, absolutely. They were him and Rochelle. Yeah, yeah the absolutely. time is coming. It would be good. It would be good to have a new refreshing intro. But yeah, I'm always just, I'm at the park and I'm like, wait, wait, where's our names at? Why, wait, this isn't right. It's kind of weird. Well, every time I go on store and it's like, Richard's better. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, putty, but Richard's better. <laughs> oh, for sure. Absolutely. For sure, for sure. And we're also on this show, guys, we have... Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Hey, must be the money. Money, money, money. Show me the money. He's our very own Gandalf, the not so wise, and our resident professor of gyrotechnics. It is Lee Lastavica of Magical Moments Vacations. How you doing, Lee? Good man. I'm ready to punch it, Chewy. <laughs> punch it in the middle. Punch it in the face. <laughs> punch. It. Face, neck, and chest. How you doing? Yes, I'm good, man. You working? It's Malcolm in the middle. It sounds like you're, the music Malcolm game. You working? The middle. <laughs> How's them all treating you uh, there, Lee? Oh, pretty good, man. I've had some Chick Fil A, 
And uh, no Popeyes in the mall, though. I don't know what that's oh. about. Do they have a Sabaro? There is no more Sabaro, actually. Oh, <laughs> that's terrible. You got the, like, the crappy version of the guy that took over the Sabaro. Uh-huh. And didn't have enough, uh, you know, money to make a new sign, so it's just borrows. <laughs> he needs to borrow some more money. That's what it is. <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. <laughs> All right. Also on this show, we have. Back again in the Fat City Studios, we have Office of a Week and Kirk Landry. How you doing, sir? Not so good. His monkey has gone limp. No, my, my monkey don't want to sit up no more. No, there's a pill being, for that. He's though. being stubborn. Maybe he's tired. Maybe that, he needs yeah. a little monkey nap. He needs some of that. He needs some of that juice. That move juice. Maybe he needs to think about other monkeys. And yeah, that can help so. him sit up straight. Might have got me one of them special monkeys. Yeah, there you go. And once again, Officer Mawikin has brought uh, Mawikin back into the studio. Right. But we he's tired. Is. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, very tired. And he apparently. keeps going. Well, you know, you spend so much time around Eli, you can't help but want to go to sleep. It is. Yeah. You know, I'm very bellow. And I'll Kirk, get a cheddar biscuit later. There you go. Sure. And Kirk will be joining us on our Disneyland retrospective reports. Because you were because there. Because you were there. there. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, you joined us. Definitely. And um, today, we're going to continue our discussion, our Disneyland trip report. The last show, we talked about the Black Spire Outpost and everything from the restaurants to the shops to the overall theming to, to the, the cast things that we members. got to the cast members, Olga's Cantina. Um, go ahead over there, listen to that show. But for this one, we wanted to dedicate a special show specifically to the ride that opened with Black Spire Outpost, Smuggler's Run. So, weekends, ladies and gentlemen, enough of me wasting some parsecs. Let's go discuss some Smuggler Run magic. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are on the hub. And as I mentioned up in the intro today, we are talking about our experience with the ride that opened with Black Spire Outpost in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Land and Disneyland Resort. That would be Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. So if you want to check out everything else that we had discussed previously, make sure you check out the other show where we talk about everything else in the land. But specifically, we're going to talk about Smuggler's Run. To give you some context, we rode a Smuggler's Run uh, sometime in the morning on one day particular on the Tuesday of our trip. And, and we actually got to ride it twice. Yes. And to just let you guys know, the first time we rode it, we took the single rider line and we were broken up into different pits and pieces. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And, but the second time, we d decided to wait in the regular standby line, which was all but 45 minutes at the time. And I, I, for me, personally, I had a great experience with it. So we're about to talk about those two different experiences and what we thought about the ride and, uh, and, and everything else. All the th you know, just, just, just like we normally would with all the theming and just uh, all that kind of stuff. And uh, so I guess to start, we can start with our initial experience, which was in the single rider line. Um, so just to give you some context, we went into the single rider line. The line, of course, wasn't as long. Um, the theming through the queue wasn't much, if I remember correctly. We were just, it looks like we were just walking down a hallway. It wasn't anything special. We just knew we were in some kind of Star Wars-y type place. Yeah, unless you've experienced Star Wars uh, Smuggler's Run a few times, I would highly suggest skipping single rider line i mean not only do you lose the queue which kind of gives you not not only just great views but an overall sense of the story i mean you lose hondo the explanation the the whole reason you're in an adventure that you're on you lose what 80 percent of your opportunity to fly the falcon like you're pretty much you have you got an 80 percent possibility i should say of being an, an engineer if you go through single rider line because we all five did it, and four of us became engineers, and one of us became, I think that at was best, Kirk, right? a gunner. Yep. Yeah. No pilots in this crew. Yeah, because as you know, single rider line, they just, you know, they take the main the standby line people, and then they just fill it in with single riders. So, right. And we, when they hand out the passes, the pilots are always the first two, the gunners yeah. are always the second two. Engineers in the back. They bring it up the rear. Right. And actually, the way we got split up, I know, I know it was me and Danny that rode together. Yep. Thank, uh, thank you. At least I knew somebody on that. Did y'all? Mm -hmm. The rest of y'all rode by yourselves. I, I rode, rode by with myself. The Platt family, man. I was in. I was with royalty when I rode. Who'd you ride with? 
I don't know. It was some family with the plaid, uh, with tea plaid. They had a tea plaid with them, and I was like, "Oh snap! Can I sing, hang out with you guys for the rest of the day?" Because <laughs> they were balling out of control. But uh, yeah, so you were trying I, I to them, hand out and, cards, uh, get their business. Yeah, uh, you know, I felt like maybe that would not have been appropriate. I might have got kicked out. <laughs> like, uh, sir, you cannot solicit uh, business here. That's uncouth. But um. Cooth. <laughs> you solicited your your business to somebody at on the airplane. The airplane yeah. These were like this was a this was a T plaid dude there. Like I felt like he would have snatched that card and threw it in my face. Like what who do you think for, you are? Uh, for what listeners that are wondering what T plaid is, T plaid is the Disney plaids that walk around and escort people. So just in case you have no idea or you haven't been with the show long enough, that's what we refer to as a T plaid. Yeah, and I don't know since when Lee has been worried about couthness. The dude <laughs> walks around with a bushy beard that would get him security checked at any TA. Why you strange person with beard? Well, if this was a plaid family, it probably had a security camera right on Lee, just to yes. make sure they didn't mess with him. Yeah, I'm, I would imagine so. They were they had me under surveillance. It's like, mm. Mm. but anyway, so yeah, I, I got to ride with uh, somebody who had some money. That's for sure. I was an engineer as well. Did T plaid ride with you? Did he? No, I don't think. No, he did not. I was going to say. So hold why on, hold you... on. let me think about this for a second. I'm, there was a mom. There was a dad. There was. Yes, he did. He was one of the characters. Yeah, he he was a he was also an engineer. That's right. Oh, really? So, yeah, because mom and dad were the, the pilots. There was two kids that were doing the gunners, and I was an engineer, and the T-Play was an engineer. He did ride with us. No kidding. Wow. And you yeah, didn't so think like, hey, we bonded. Let me hand off my car. <laughs> That's two uh, lowly engineers in the back. Yeah, I should have. Like the T plane got out the ship. Is like, how did this car wind up in my vest? How did they get there? <laughs> with this, with this two dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> so, if we could start the discussion, we each had our own little unique rides, and and you know, this was our very first experience with the ride. What did you guys think? As a single rider line? As a single rider line. Oh, it sucked. It's no fun to be an engineer. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I thought epic fail. How could y'all do this? I mean, you've invented a ride that allows us to not participate in the ride because we're too busy watching blinking lights and touching them, even though we know it doesn't really mean anything. But we want to participate in the story because you don't want to let anybody else down on your ship. I remember thinking to myself, oh, wow, Kevin, let's you and I sit here real quick and take a picture at the chess table and then being like, ah, go, go. You got to go get it, get move, get on that ship. No, 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 no. Like, I remember thinking to myself, wow, this is not like I thought you had some time to really explore the Falcon and really kind of take in the sights and really absorb the detail. And you had none. And they just rushed us on the ship. We couldn't even take a picture, you and I. And then we get on the ship, and then it was like I couldn't even I couldn't even watch what was going on. Yeah, I was the same way because I wanted to concentrate on what I was doing because I've heard so many stories of people like messing up, and it's like ruining right. the experience. So I didn't want to mess it up for the strangers that we were with. Especially since this was really our first full day in mm-hmm. Galaxy's Edge, and we didn't realize that, unlike what we heard our performance did not affect our story. Right. <laughs> we could have been the suckiest pirates no matter what. We could have been the suckiest, uh, not pirates, uh, engineers, smugglers, yeah. engineers, whatever you want to call it. You're still going to get a free thing of coaxium. Yeah. At least one. And at least right. one thing. Yeah. And no one's going to come razzing you about how you yeah. flew the Falcon. We didn't realize all that just yet because yeah. to a certain extent, we did avoid spoilers. Yeah, and just to give the listeners some context I haven't been on it, once you go through the lines, the lines all converge into this one little, the tiny little circular space and where there's a cast member that hands out your roles. And they send you into, I guess, into the Millennium Falcon, and it looks like the little living area with a chest set, and then you can look around, and you usually would have time. Um, I remember when we went as a group, and we dominated our particular group. Uh, we yeah we were we when we wanted to go we were ready to go we didn't get pushed as much but we Danny and I and I, the rest of the guys were pretty much tied to whatever family we were going so if they were ready to go we kind of had to go too well they they call you up over there and if the family lines yeah. up they they're taking you right exactly yeah so our family lined up and so I guess we we had to go 
Yeah, I mean, and I don't want to really jump ahead too much, but like I remember when we did our last ride as a full party, where it was five of us and one guy who was riding single rider. Who thankfully took our picture. Who thankfully took our picture because we did it fast because we really didn't have that much time. And then when we docked and we were like, oh, wow, we got two things of coaxium. We got a different show ending where Hondo tells us, you had a, oh, this happened sometimes. You had a stowaway on the yeah. Falcon. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, shoot, what, what alien? What's it, What's it gonna be? What is it? What happened? And then they cut it, and then the cast member walked in. All right, everybody out. You got to go. Honda's got to clean up the ship. And blah, blah, blah. And we're like, whoa, 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 what's the alien? Yeah, you got to go. <laughs> yeah. Get going. Well, y'all, didn't, y'all didn't get that the first time you wrote it? No, we no. didn't get that. I yeah. Okay, because maybe your crew got two things of coaxium. We did not. Yeah, yeah. Your, we got one. It was the exact Dude, same thing. Two kings of coaxium. Yeah. Sounds like your crew flew better than mine. Yeah. No, no, they didn't. No? I, I had... um. Okay, so yeah, I had kind of like the similar thing. Like, I had actually, I had like four girls. They were all. Oh, uh, that was perfect for you. Yeah, it's just kind of weird how that worked out. Did you hand out your card? I tried. You didn't have to. I was <laughs> like, they, hey, asked, they asked for it. I was like, what's up, girl? Well, who, who want to fly this shit? Why are we going to do this? Don't even worry about flying. Let's talk. What's your number is? But anyway, that's a different story. What's your, what's your number is? Yeah. And that's when they escorted Eli off of... Not before I took that run. flight, though. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, I was engineer too. And uh, the one thing I, I I got from it from the first time, I suppose, when we all rode together was like, yeah, when you're the engineer, like you said, it's just a bunch of buttons. And you don't even get the full experience. Like You can't no. really look at the screen no. because everything's lighting up. And the the girls that were the pilots, they were like, oh, my God, what do we do? What do we do? And they hit everything. I mean, everything. (laughs) And so I was like, well, is this part of the cinema or are they just that bad of pilots? Because, I mean, we hit like there was like this big old like rock pilot. We hit that. There was a part where you kind of go down in the docks. We hit that. Like the only thing I remember was I remember yelling at the girl when you have to like shoot the cables. I was like, hey, girl, fly straight. I can't hit the you know, I can't hit the cable on it. You said, hey, girl, fly straight? Yeah, because I, I didn't know what to do because they were all just yelling. Like, they were all yelling. Like, you know, <laughs> they like, said, assault! Yeah, and I was like, hey, hey, come on, shoot the thing. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of like a empty experience because all I had was just the side panel to look at. And I really didn't get the full effect of the ride. Sure, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, the girls had a good time once they left. I was like, oh, wasn't that fun? They were like, yeah, and then they just, like, you know, went off and did their thing. But I was like, yeah, okay. Second time around, I knew. I was like, I want to be in the front of this thing. I need to see this. So, And you did. Yeah, but yeah, I, you, know, you and I walked other. off with the same you know, impression. We're like, no, I need to fly this sucker. Yeah, I, I, I just, you know, and it's not the, I mean, the engineer is what it is. And I made sure the ship ended at 100% or whatever. But it mm-hmm. was like, yeah, that was just pushing buttons. I mean, you had to be like a piano player to hit all the different buttons and the coordinations sure. of the lights and all that. I was like, nah, ah, 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 ah. No, I want the adventure. Yeah, there was a lot of adventure excitement. Eli craves not those things. <laughs> that is engineer. Not as an engineer. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and you know, it's funny. I remember, and just kind of difference between when we wrote as a group and that, uh, we had an asteroid scene uh-huh. in mm-hmm. our thing because we only got one coaxium thing. So I guess they shot us back. And we, when we teleported, teleported, it, uh, hit light speed, we ended up in that asteroid field and stayed there for a little longer. Yeah. I remember that. Because I was looking forward to that when we wrote as a group because I wanted to shoot some asteroids. Okay. But uh, we kind of blew past the asteroid belt easily. Damn, yeah. we didn't even get that. You didn't get an asteroid belt? No, we didn't get that. We got an asteroid belt when I was riding solo with Kevin. Yeah. I mean, I was, Kevin, like, but he was just talking. I was in the, I was in the exact same ship yep. with Kevin. I was in that. I was uh, the other engineer. Yeah. He was okay. Okay. Yeah, we didn't get that. Left that. side, right side. <laughs> well, y'all had their back then. See, they were lucky to have y'all making sure the ship was intact. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, like I'm glad we had the experience because then we knew kind of like what we do here doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you mess up, the the ride's still going to go on. Exactly. Just watch the screen and enjoy the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lee, how was your experience with the T-Plaid family? Uh, it was cool. Um, Mom and dad were flying the ship, and so the kids were the gunners. And like you said, I just was like pushing buttons randomly, like, oh, okay, this is lighting up, let me push this. Oh, this is lighting up, let me push this. And uh, we had the same experience. We uh, we came out of hyperspace inside the asteroid fields. We had to dodge all that. We got the one coaxial cable, um, and then that was it. So 
Now you can um, hook up your cable. Watch the yeah. cable. Not her cable, it's his cable. So, but it was, I mean, it, it definitely was not exciting being uh, the engineer, but it's not that much more exciting being the gunner either because you just push the button a bunch of times. Like, that was boop, my. Boop, boop, boop. That's okay. it. That's all you do. Like, just push the same button like 800 times while we're driving. That was my uh, second question because, it, okay, so it sounds like we all are in agreement that being an engineer sucked. Well, did, 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 yeah, did, did everybody get one Quaxim in their ride? Just out of curiosity? Yes. Oh, yeah, I, I, I think it's like you, you got at least. I don't think it's possible, although I may, maybe I should test this out on the next, when I go there this week and like actually try to crash the thing and just fly as bad as possible and see if, it, if you can actually. Like not get any coaxium. No, you get one. Trust me, we hit everything. Don't try, <laughs> don't try and crash the plane, Lusta B. Because there might be kids flying it for the first time. Come on. No, uh, you. So there's just three of us going. So we're gonna get at least three other people on there. No, you get one. You get one when you I hit know, everything. You get one. Before you know, like if if someone does a bad job flying, that ruins your whole trip. Like. <laughs> It doesn't. That's. The, I guess that's the good thing about this ride. It really doesn't ruin it. No. You know, you at least get the one thing, and then you finish the mission and all that stuff. So, it doesn't seem like it's possible to actually ruin the ride. No. You get a story. Unless yeah. Walt Disney World is doing something entirely different than what Disneyland's doing. Yeah. Yeah. How you fly the Falcon does not matter, regardless of what they told you. That might be something that is being reserved for the people over at the. Uh, uh, Galactic Cruiser, Star Cruiser, Star Cruiser. Yeah, yeah. that new hotel that's going to be opening up. It yeah, because like- no one questioned me. Like, hey man, your engineering skills are very poor. Like, what were you doing on that ship, dude? Because you messed it up. Probably because nah. you scared the people. I look. If I saw you on my ship, I question you. <laughs> Why are you on this ship? Uh, make sure that dude don't don't have a box cutter or something. Because. <laughs> 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 Oh my god! Hidden in that beard. So, watch him! Watch him! Watch him! T plan. Watch him! So, oh man, yeah. So that was basically our experience the first time around. Well, Kirk that was okay, the first that Kirk time. Was Kirk, the gutter. Kirk, Kirk was a gunner. Kirk was a gunner. gunner. Yeah. So, okay, can I we get some experience gunner. at number one gunner? Number one, so gunner. number one gunner. The first ride as a gunner, you got two things of coaxium. Yep. And the second ride as a gunner, you got no. Hold on, gunner once. He was the engineer the second time. The second time I was with um, we all engineer. Yeah, well, so when we were flying, you were an engineer. Yeah, yep. he was an engineer. How, many, how much coaxium did you get? The second time? Yeah. There was none. I didn't I didn't do the, the harpooning. No, when we rode well, together, we got Well, that explains why we got two. Why is that? He wasn't doing the harpooning. He wasn't helping. Oh, so the sixth guy that took our picture did? I no. would hope so. As the engineer, you didn't do the harpooning. Yeah, you, 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 you do. You do. You do. There's As a big button that flashes. You're the harpooner. And Hondo says, engineer, shoot the harpooner. I pressed all my buttons because I had the camera in this hand. Oh, will you stop. No, that's why I screamed at the girl. There was a big circular button you had to hit to launch the You had to hit it the right time. I thought that was another. What kind of engineer are you? No, that's why I said I screamed at the girl. Fly straight. I can't harpoon it. I thought we were right there the entire time. I'm like, why weren't... You, man, come on. Second time I was filming, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, man, we That's were all up on that thing. I was trying to get everybody else's reaction because it was fun hearing everybody screaming, hearing Eli making jokes, Danny bragging his ass off because I got two coaxium. Look at that. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> I could have got more, Kurt. No coaxia. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it just goes to show how seriously we took our engineer jobs the first time through. And then the second time, obviously, yes. Kirk found that to be beneath him, so he didn't do a damn thing. Right. Not even launch the harpoon. Man. Yeah. yeah, one job, Kurt. One job. That's more than one job. That was not more I than one. I had that one. same job. It just did. Just the video camera does all the work. You just point it. You got another hand. Well, the hand was busy. I was pressing the buttons. Oh, for sh- put it on my week. You give my week in the camera. But on the, um, I was ask you a question. I wasn't a pilot either time, so I don't know. Was it inverted like you press up, you go, the ship goes down? or? Well, Eli was the up and down pilot, so I know the answer to this question. I was the left to right pilot. Yes. So I'll let Eli answer. Yeah, this. you're inverted. Yes. Oh, you're inverted. You're inverted. Yes. That's how you do it up and down. It was an inversion. It was an inversion. Inverted. Yeah, it was an incursion. Because when inversion. I rode a, sing- a single rider the first time, it was a little kid and his daddy um, piloting the ship. But of course, the dad let him little kid do everything. He must have the up and down because we, I mean, we rode the bottom and just, <laughs> <laughs> just scraped it like that the whole time. It is so cool. It really is so cool. I mean. You, uh, 
There was that part. So okay, so we went back the second time. Yes, we. I was like, are we gonna just venture into the second time now? Yeah, he's talking about it. Yeah, yeah, okay, just making sure. Yeah, yeah. So I insist. I wanted to be a pilot. We planned it out before we even got. We did, but yeah, we did. Because you know, I said it when this thing was announced. It's like, screw it. If I can't pilot it, I don't want to do it. I wasn't even looking forward to this. I was looking forward to the rise of the resistance. And then they're like, oh, guess what? Two phases. And I'm like, "Mm, you jerks. So uh, I wanted to pilot at least the Millennium Falcon because Han Solo is my favorite. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to pilot it. And it's a different thing because, you know, it's still, it takes away from the fun of it when you're piloting and you don't have full control. So now I'm going left to right. Now I've got to depend on Eli going up and down. And Eli did a, a good job. And hopefully I did a good job. Although I will say I did miss the breaking point of it because as a pilot, like I'm like, finally, I can concentrate on what's going on on screen. And no, you still have to pay attention to levers and buttons and all the rigmarole and record rack or whatever. So I didn't like that aspect of it as much. I think once you ride it a couple times now, you know where the little trigger points are and what you got to do when you got to do it. But I think when you ride it the first two or three times and you're just doing it to have fun you haven't studied it mm-hmm. it's a little bit more like i'm, I'm i want to experience it but you don't necessarily know how to do all the right things yet but it, it it's distracting it's it's a better ride when you're the pilot it, it's a much 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 better ride when you're a pilot i so totally enjoyed being a pilot but at the same time it just seems like it seems like they were like, everyone wants to pilot the Falcon. What do we do? We'll split it. <laughs> one goes up, one goes down. One goes side, one to side. The other people, it's like, uh, no. I mean, it just, if you can't give all of us the individual experience, I would have rather just a guided tour kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I would say that if you have to pick a, pick the spot, as far as the pilots, I mean, you tell me different, Danny, because like you said, like uh, you did like left to right. I had to do the inverted and, up yeah. and down. And, and, the, and the cast member, once he like once he gave me the car, that's what he told me. He's like, yeah, you know, down is up, up is down. Like, oh, okay, backwards. Yeah. I live my life like that. I could do that. You that's know? what we said. You're more qualified to go right. Yeah. And uh, but the thing is, is that when I went the first time, mm-hmm. I remember distinctly the part where they had to go into hyperspace and it was the 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 girl on the right yes she had to pull the lever so i was like if anything i would remember to do that so i would think that actually being the pilot that goes up and down is like more fun because like yeah you have to you get to trigger hyperspace you got to pay attention but you know like we're flying all over the place right and then you like oh shoot here is this big object coming right at us like if i don't move something we're gonna hit that that's all on me because like yeah you know so there's a lot more pressure on you i do agree that the the uh, the up and down pilot probably has a little bit more fun on this one even yeah. though the right to left pirate gets the left seat which yes. is traditionally the more the more the uh the, the driver's seat. seat yeah yeah I, I definitely agree with that yeah um for my experience the second time around um i, I was the gunner in this yes it's a good case um, for me, uh, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, being with people I knew. Yeah, and I mean, granted, we—I mean, there's only five of us, so we had we had a sixth, but you know, he didn't say much, so we basically dominated the experience. So that's what made it fun for me. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I could have been in any position; it would still have been fun because I was riding with my friends. Yeah, and we were all and, and joking. We we're just having fun. Yeah. You know, we we're making the same kind of joke, all kind of stuff. And, and you he know, took the picture. He was a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was a cool. He was a, he was a cool guy. Um, but I, one thing that I did to change my experience a little bit is that I, I instead, you, when you, first of all, let me back up. When you choose to be, when you are a gunner, you could choose either automatic or manual. So automatic, it automatically aims for you and you just press the buttons to shoot. I decided to choose manual just for giggles because I figured Lee would pick automatic. And then so like, maybe we can have two different perspectives on the thing. Okay. And I'm, maybe I have to do a little bit more work, which actually I kind of had to do because I was, I couldn't just smash buttons because then I wouldn't be shooting the things. I'd be shooting at other stuff. Uh-huh. Which probably shouldn't be shot at, you know. <laughs> and if you and, and Kirk took the video, you can see my little. I, I have the red laser, and Lee had the blue. Mine was kind of going all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chances are, I was getting you know I was getting charged collateral damage by Hondo, so he was subtracting that from our pay, whatever. Yeah. But that was that was a little bit more fun because you know whenever you know if the ship was aiming down and the thing the the transport we had to shoot was up, I had to make sure to I pressed the right button to shoot up, or else mm-hmm. I was shooting the ground, which happened a lot. 
So that made it an experience. And then, yeah, that combined with just being with everybody that I knew just made it a, a fun, very fun experience for me. I would do that again. Would not do single rider line, but I would most definitely do it with a group of people that I know for sure. I, w- I will say this. When we, so we were talking about Docking Bay 7 in the uh, previous episode. When I got up to the front of the line, the woman's like, well, that's, I can't remember how much money it was. And I said, well, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Hondo's got some credits coming my way. <laughs> so, uh, you know, when he sends things over here, we should be cool, right? And she looked at me and was like, no. <laughs> I was like, all right, honey, we're not going to have fun here, okay? She didn't play along and she didn't joke with you and, and try to try to be funny at the same time. She didn't joke around. No, you know? not at all. Wow, what a surprise. Not at all. She just looked at me and said, no. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen this is a theme we're going to be hinting at for further shows down the road when we do our trip report no, no, sure. no, there were there were great cast members who when they chose to interact they made it special but there were other ones who were just like yeah I ain't into all that Disney yeah yeah you know, whatever yeah you know, I'm gonna be me yeah and and that was one of the ones that was one of the times I remember that specifically that happened that could have been fun yeah yeah that could have that's a missed opportunity what you gonna do so we, we talked about our ride experiences. Uh, the second time around, as I mentioned when we first started the discussion, we waited in line, 45-minute line. And as Danny said, we highly recommend that. Absolutely. You get the start of your story. I mean, you get to see some awesome sites. I took some great pictures, uh, which I will share with. I mean, guys, we have tons of material that we're going to share with you guys. And it's going to be coming out within the next few months for sure because there's just so much. It goes by in a blink. And by the way, I was able to be lucky enough to share into the queue, shall yeah. we say? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I contributed. I, I, I Was it you I was talking to, Kirk? Yeah, I said, I was yeah. talking to somebody and I said, you know, if I added something to the, something to the queue. Yes. Technically, that would make me an Imagineer. A Dan Imagineer. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I had something in my pocket. I'm not going to say what it was. And we were on a high level. But I was very proud. I, I Thank you. Yes. And I aimed to the lower level and I nailed it on the table. <laughs> yes. Now, I was aiming for the cup, but I missed the cup. But it landed directly on the table. And I got a picture of it. Oh, do you? Okay. So for those listening, if you listen to the show, if I'm proud of it, you can kind of figure out what Danny had. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yes. yes. It's just a little, you know, a little something, something. You know what he did. <laughs> you know what it happened, what he added. He plussed. I think I remember your word was plussed. Yes. When you said that. I did. I plussed the attraction. And if, uh, you, if there's any listener out there who rides Galaxy's Edge, they can send me a picture of what it is that I added to the attraction. You get like what? Every, there's got to be like uh, at least a pin t-shirts <laughs> pins whatever you want you call the like i want a guest host on the magic Ori podcast for four weeks in a row you get it <laughs> it's, it's awesome. that's how good you would have to be to figure out what i did and where it is yeah exactly yeah you'd have to look at everything which means you'd have to go through a, a really awesome queue yes and you'd have to take a picture of this thing send it to us and we'd have to be like that that's it it's still there that's it That'd be awesome if it was I'll give there. a little hint. Not with all those prizes up for grabs. Like, that's, a <laughs> that's a lot at stake. What do you, what do you, what do you, what's the hint you want to give? Other than, other than what I said? Yeah. Because I, I thought Kevin did great. No, but no, you did say where it landed. I did not. You didn't? Okay, never did mind. Not. Did I say where no, it landed? You said, you said you were aiming for the cup. I said I aimed for a cup and you landed on the table. And it missed and it still landed on a table. Okay, that's what I thought. But, but there's a lot of tables. A lot of tables. A lot of cups. So that helps you. But uh, you'll have to take a look and wait in that line. Now, I know why we talked about the line, because I was going to jump back to the ride, but I'll wait since we're talking about the line right now. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, so that was actually fun. Like, that's another thing that uh, I, I took away with is, like, definitely get in the line with your friends because you, you just don't know what's going to happen. Um, it didn't and, feel like 45 minutes. No, it, not it at did all. not. It, it did not. It was so much more fun. We got the full story, everything. So much yeah. to look at. I was yeah, taking yeah. pictures left and right, filming left and right. Don't get me wrong. You do have like a little period of switchbacks here and there. But for the most part, you're just enjoying where you're at and you're taking the sights and it's awesome. Yeah. With a drink table, a drink station. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, like, <laughs> that was the only thing that was kind of crazy. But uh, I was like, wow, because you, like, you get to see all aspects of the Millennium Falcon sure. display that they have out there. Like, I took a bunch of pictures, uh, you know, the top of it, just all the detail, everything like that was awesome. And they had like that, 
like that. What was it like? Uh, like, had, like a jet or something, like right in the middle. Like just it's way. Oh, they're working on some type of engine thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Can I tell you something? Like so that that was a disappointment for me because like, there again we have talked about every piece of news that came out with regards to this ride, this land, and that was one of the things that we discussed when we went through a ride through was that you were going to be going along, you're going to get all these different views of the Falcon. And one of the things that you were going to see was when you get to the top of the Falcon, you're going to see Chewie working on the outside oh, of the that's Falcon. Right. You're going to see like different things happening. And I figured, okay, so when you get up top, you're going to be looking at it, what you think is the Falcon outside, but it's really a screen and you're going to see different things. And no, nope. it's, you're seeing the Falcon. So it's still an incredible view. But you're not seeing any of the stuff that they describe. Yeah, you're right. There's, no, there's nobody on top of it. Yeah, there's yeah. no work being done on top of it. There's no nothing. You're looking at the model shit that you, you know, you've seen in the announcements, on the videos, on the well, the promotion press stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know, what's funky about that. Uh, uh, not to cut you off, Eli, but um, it, when you're in the queue, there's some point you see a video of the Millennium Falcon landing in Batu. Yeah. Even though it's like right outside. You yeah. just saw it. Yeah. Hyperspace. It, That's kind of <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> you know, that kind of threw me. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. It did kind of take away uh, from may, Maybe it's just an example video, but no, it was like, you know, ships arriving thing kind of a thing. And I was like, wait, it, it's parked right there. <laughs> <laughs> so that confused me a little bit. Could we see it completely? That's the one part I can't remember. Uh, what do you mean? Like, well, well, for the part that Kevin's describing, oh, okay. I do remember that where you see them kind of land and like, okay, they're docking and we're getting ready because we're about ready to go out in another adventure. I can't remember whether that we saw it at the same time that it was landing. I cannot absolutely say that for a fact. No, but it's like when we were outside in line, it was already there. Right. Yeah. The, the, yes. the model. And then we went, when we got inside past Hondo, you know what? You're then it right. It took off and then it landed again. Fair enough. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. I did We'd a double seen it like, there, eh. and then it, it comes back because that's the one of the first sights you see is when you get in the, into yeah. line. There's the there's it's a right there. Yeah, yeah, you can't miss it. Right. So the yeah. whole, whole idea that it took off, did a mission, and came back within the 20, 15 minutes it took. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. Oh, maybe maybe we could buy that. I don't know. No, we don't no, have a choice. No, we're not, not buying. Yeah, nothing. not buy that. Yeah, to buy that. Yeah, but that that line was really fun, and they had all the announcements and stuff. Hondo saying this, that, and the other, and mm-hmm. Hondo I remember. Mad as one of I remember the queue that had another guy with a. Um, I was gonna mention. Yeah. Uh, yes. He had a quacky, quacky monkey qu- lizard on his qu- shoulder. Qu- yeah. We passed her. We passed each other every once in a while. And the, the, the two monkey lizards would just stare at each other. Yeah, that was kind of weird in a it creepy way. Weird. It was very creepy because those two, <laughs> like Kirk and the guy who had the other one, would just stay in character. Yeah. They wouldn't even look at each other. They would make their monkey lizard. Yeah. And look other, at one another. They each other and kids all around us looking at them like, <gasps> waiting for them to get, yeah. off each, get off our shoulders and fight each other. <laughs> yeah. And the other guy that kind of put a description to it, uh, he kind of looked like the cop from Stranger Things, like illegitimate son. Like, he was really a strange looking cat. Like, y'all were, yeah, y'all doing that stand out. I was like, let's just walk away. Let's just, let's just walk away. That dude look like he going to kill somebody tonight. Because <laughs> it is like. You talking about Hopper? Yeah, Hopper. Yeah. He look like Hopper, illegitimate kid. Like if Maury said you the dad, you'd be like, I can believe it. I can believe it. But. Chinese yeah. standoff. Don't say a word. But it was weird having a soda shop in the middle of the line. Like that. Oh, that was cool. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Yes. That was that was a little yeah, trippy. But no, no bathroom. No bathroom. No bathroom. No bathroom, yeah. But like there is a point in the queue where you're wrapping around a little bit and okay, we've seen this and now there's not much to look at, but we're wrapping around and all of a sudden you get to a point and they're selling you Coke Sprite. and Sprite and Dasani and all that stuff on the way into the queue. I mean I'm sorry, not on the way into the queue. You're in the queue. They're selling it to you in the queue on the way into the next phase the yeah, yeah. of the queue. Yes. It was interesting. Before you even enter inside and start to see kind of what's going on in the hangar bay or whatever it is. I'm glad Eli brought that up because I, f- I totally forgot about it because I bought a water. And yeah. I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm holding up an entire line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my thing. Like, how do you, like, let's say everybody's like, I'm still going to lie. I'm not worried about getting water. Yeah, so I now you got to fight people, your yeah. way back in. Right, right. I expected people to go around us, but they didn't. Oh. Well, why should they? We're in line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And like, oh, I'll let you back in. I remember you the guy that bought right. the Coke. Yeah, you can get back in here. Yeah. 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 So, Eli, you said you were going to bring it back to the ride experience? Yeah. So, okay. 
Okay, so like the only thing was was that um, when I thought about this ride, I thought of flights of passage. You know, like if you you know, like if you were flying down something like the the it's a simulator, vi- yeah. It's a simulator, yeah. but you know, something vibrates or you know, like if you hit something, you you kind of feel it. And I didn't get that. I mean, I knew what I was looking at. You didn't feel the falcon breathing between your legs? <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't want that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what the falcon, which falcon it was. If it's like Marvel's falcon. Oh, well. Maybe you don't want that breathing between your legs. <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah, no, no. Uh, I was thinking Millennium Falcon Crest, but. Uh, yeah. you know, yeah. Oh, oh. But, uh, Millennium Falcon Crest. <laughs> oh, my but, God. But the thing is, is that, yeah, like there were certain parts where, like, you know, like I would make sure I, we wouldn't, like, there's a part was like a bridge. That's the best way I can describe it. Like a really, like, it was like as big as a screen. I was like, oh, God, I want to make sure we duck that. But I was like, yeah, if we hit it, even when the, the first time I went, with the girls and they hit everything, there was never a vibration. You just crashed into it, you know? So I would have mm. liked something like that. Like that's more sensory things tied into the, what you, what happened. Yeah. That's what I thought, uh, you know, going into it, uh, the first time, but yeah, I would have liked that. that I don't know. I didn't get that sensation when we were flying it. I, I, I absolutely did not get that. Well, we I didn't mean, hit much stuff. No, we did. We were pretty good at what we did because we were, you know, team. We had, we had eight, talent. Some ace pilots. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. It was like, go go that way. Go that way. Down. You know, there was yeah. that one part with the brake thing. Yeah, that, that for sure shook the ship. But, I mean, I felt like... All right. So, I think this is probably a logical point to ask this question then. Okay. I felt like I liked this better than Star Tours because I walked away from this ship, oh. from this experience, and I'm like... That is so much better. Now, again, I'm in the driver's seat. We're all having the same experience on tour- Star Tours. But I didn't feel queasy. Uh, yeah. I didn't feel, you know, um, like, oh, God, this, this ride better in quick. I was invested in that ride until that ride. And we're like, Chewie's got it. He's on autopilot. I was invested. I felt good. I still felt like I was flying the thing. I didn't feel any of that stuff that I got. From Star Tours. So my question to you guys would be, how would you rate this in comparison to Star Tours? Well, I did like this better than Star Tours, but only because of the fact that, like you said, you could go with your friends. And it's not like a whole sea of people. Well, you were your friends on Star Tours. You yeah, can but yell and scream as much as you want. To yeah, Star but Tours. it's it's a different experience. I mean, it's like you're sitting in a movie theater essentially in Star Tours, and it's just like boom, this is happening, that's happening. Uh, Smugglers. Well, that run. movie theater makes me sick every time I go on. It, <laughs> it uh, moves around quite a bit. I mean, but I wouldn't have. I'm just saying, like for Smugglers Run, I just wouldn't have mind like something where it was like, like if you hit something in Smugglers Run, you got like an indicator. Like on your screen, like a red. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, if you I didn't hit something, yeah. you just would get like something like, oh, poop at the top. You Damage. hit this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but you uh, see a percentage drop too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, but it's a better ride experience as far as you being immersed in the ride. That makes any sense on Smuggler's Run than in Star Tours. I agree. Yeah, no, I agree too. I'm, I'm the same way. I, I, I like this better than Star Tours. I like Star Tours better than Body Wars, <laughs> for sure, uh, for anybody that remembers Body Wars. But yeah, no, I, I, I enjoy that. I mean, I still like Star Wars, too, but um, yeah, no, I, as far as simulator rides go, in, uh, within a cabin, cabin in a simulator, I, I like this one better. Yeah, well, the thing is, too, is that when you're on Star Tours, I mean, you could be like, ah, but I mean, on Smuggler's Run, like, I remember this distinctly, is like, it's like, hey, hey, catch that, hey, go this way, hey, right. watch out, like, you know, you can communicate. You can communicate better. Now, granted, I would like to fly that again mm-hmm. to kind of get used to how everything works and be like, hey, look, catch that. Or, you know, hey, what y'all doing? You know, like, I think that is what makes it uh, a cool thing. And well, that's and what you have to put into it if you're going to participate. And to that point, maybe that's why I didn't get as queasy is because there's a point of where, well, man, you got to cowboy up because there's people depending upon you to fly this thing. But I'm just telling you. I did not feel any of the motion sickness that I felt yeah. on Star Tours or Body Wars or any of that that motion simulator uh, technology. Even on Flights of Passage, you felt sick? A little bit towards the end. A little bit towards the end. Absolutely, yes. But what about that part where you're like, what is it? like? When you, you're on you, the ledge or something? Yeah, you're yeah. on the ledge and then they drop you. 
Oh, you're talking about... Uh, you're talking about... Wait, wait. Flight of Passage. About Flight of Passage? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Not oh, talking about talking Smuggler's about Run. Because yeah. that happens in both. No. And okay. No, there was never a point in Start... In, uh, I'm sorry. There's never a point in Smuggler's Run where I felt like that. At the very trail end of Flight of Passage, I'm like, I need this to end. Well, I, want, I want it over. Yeah. It was never... It's never, again, it's never as bad as Star Tours, but it's close. Well, in Flights of Passage, when you, like you say, you go over that ledge, you're like, yeah. you're flying all the way down. Right down, right. And yeah, that... I that, don't remember feeling anything. That like, gets you. Yes. It, no, yeah. you feel like you're plummeting, for sure. But... You're right. But in Smuggler's Run, when you're on whatever that platform is, and then they drop everything, they drop you, you're looking up, so maybe that's not as disorienting for maybe you. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's a good that's a good question. Yeah. Maybe, the look, maybe it's been many, many, many years. Maybe uh, technology has gotten to the point where they can make it a little bit more of a smoother experience. I don't know. Well, what about you, Kirk, or Lee? What do y'all think? That same question, Star Tours versus uh, Smuggles. I Run. think it's definitely a better attraction. It's uh, I, I like the queue. I like I like being able to see all the sides of the Millennium Falcon and all the little details and things like that. So comparing it to Star Tours is definitely a better attraction. Right experience. I, we're talking about. Yeah, definitely. Well, okay. So yeah, that too. I wish that all six people could have the same amount of enjoyment of the sure. ride. That's fair. That's yeah. a fair. You know, that, that's fair. the thing. Like on Star Tours, you're all getting the same thing. Just sit back, chill, watch the movie. Let's go. That's a good point. And, with this one, it's like you're not the pilot. You're really not going to have as much fun because even though you're an engineer gunner, you're going to be distracted by the buttons. So you're not going to be able to watch the movie as much. But then at the same time, you know that what you're doing is doesn't matter in the end. So it's kind of like, oh, whatever. Can I tell you, so, Lee, uh, to that point, the only way they could have done this better, I felt like, and I don't know what they do for the uh, uh, the engineers, but this is kind of what I felt. Like when I heard about the concept of this attraction, I'm like, Okay, cool. The pilots are going to be looking at the screen. They're going to be flying the ship. To the side are going to be two gunners. They're not seeing the same show. So you got to keep riding this sucker because the pilots are not seeing what we're seeing. They're seeing space. Mm -hmm. And they're just seeing kind of like what Luke and, and, and Han saw in, in the very first Star Wars. They're just seeing TIE fighters flying around. And they're honing in on the TIE fighters and they're shooting at them. The idea that we're all looking at the same screen is what's the one part of this where I'm like, ooh, is there any way we could have done this a little bit different where the pods are looking at one thing? The gunners are looking at an entirely different screen where they're shooting things that are coming up and the navigator, well... Engineer, no, no, that's engineers. a good point. Yeah, yeah. They're seeing the ship like on fire and then like they hit a button and then like some robot or droid comes out and like shoots like a fire extinguisher or something on it. Something yes, where they'd have something interactive. I don't know why I yeah, I don't know why I had it in my mind that the cabin would be bigger. You know what I mean? Like in my mind when I was imagining this thing, it would be like the actual Millennium Falcon where there'd be like two people here, two people over here, and two people over here. That's what I had envisioned. Now I don't know why I thought of it that way, because there's no, you know, what the way they made it, of course, makes sense for Disney and for a ride. For a ride, that makes sense. But in my mind, I was like, okay, cool. It's going to be like a big ship, and we all have to be in a different part of the ship doing something. I've seen so, a lot of Star Wars movies, and I've seen them all multiple times. And I can tell you, there is no gunner who had the viewpoint that you guys did. Right, yeah. right. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, to speak to that, we when we've talked about this before, we did mention that. Or one of us mentioned that. That would have been... An, I think a better way to do it and yes. they allow the ride area to have more space. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if the gunners had those seats that move with the little guns thing, the, the four things that go choo, choo, choo. Right, right, right. And the little, the targeting system, that would have been awesome. It um, should have been three video games in one. Yeah. I agree with that. And then the, the, uh, the, the engineers, what they could have done is man like the force fields. So, you sure. know, if you were if you didn't right. put the force field energy in, in the right spot, you were getting hit, mm -hmm. and maybe it'll disable like ruddering. And he's like, "Damn it, fix something!" You know, whatever. Oh, you'd be like, you tell, the engineers can tell the pilots, "Okay, we're down to fifteen percent on shields on the port side or whatever. But you yeah, need to but, watch it on that side." And yeah, but then the pilots could be like, like "Hey, we need some shields in the front." And it's like, oh, "I'm trying my best," kind of a mm -hmm. thing, you know? Yeah, you, and you, when you hit all sure. these buttons and make it happen. And yeah. when you hear the word "you're you're a gunner," now you think you're going to be aiming a gun and shooting. 
a laser shooting. Right. You're not. All you're doing is pressing a button. Right, right. To your point, if we'd have been sitting in those seats, actually aim like they did in New Hope, mm-hmm. it's even better. Now all you're doing is sitting pushing, pushing oh, a button. Oh, man, if I was yeah. a gunner and I had that seat from New Hope, dude, I'd be all over. Yeah, now you're fighting that. for the different you know, seats. Uh, right. Have on the that ship. would have increased the rewritability of the ride also. Oh, I would have got right back on it. We would have yeah. walked yeah. right out and I said, this let's go right back on yeah. it i've been an engineer i've been a pilot let's go be a gunner but i saw what you guys were doing i saw it wasn't that much different than what i was doing and i'm like you know what there's no point point. and the really tough part about being an engineer is like the only real experience you get as an engineer is at the very end of the ride like it's over and then the little screen shows up of the Millennium falcon it shows how many parts of the falcon that you like save because it turns green or something like that yeah, yeah. so it's like even then, you have a screen there that tells you what the points are. You could have easily have done like a little mini thing right there to keep somebody engaged if they're in that position. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you kind of do get taken out of the whole experience in that spot. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a bunch of ways we like, for us as creators we would have plus it and made it better. Oh, that should be a um, show right there. Yeah, yeah, that could be a definite show in and of itself. Maybe we'll do that sometime in the future. But, yeah, uh, soon enough, Lee's going to be headed down to Walt Disney World mm-hmm. or, uh, and, or he has gone down to Walt Disney World to experience that. And we're going to have that conversation of comparing the two Batus. Uh, with the Robertas and stuff, just to kind of see what they think and what the difference are, if there's any kind of differences at all. I hope so. Two by two. Two by two. Bo by two. Two by two. By two by two. By two by two. All two. Times two. Two by two. Two by two. Two by two. All by two. Watching door to door. Yes. But any summering facts or anything else that we want to discuss about this? About the Smuggler's Run, Smuggler's Run, or the land itself? The Smuggler's Run. We did. There's the a reason why. Okay, so Smuggler's Run. There's a reason why. As soon as I heard it, I was like, da 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 da. Yes, I'm letter. Where's Rise of the Resistance? Right. Yeah. There's a reason why I heard this. I'm like, Star Tours, right? A little bit more uh, personal responsibility. I like that aspect of it, but yeah, Rise of the Resistance, Smuggler's Run, not so much. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, this was, you know, definitely meant to be the B-Ride to Smug- Rise of Resistance A-Ride. Right, and look, I would have accepted it if this was the B-Ride, and we all knew it was the B-Ride going in. I felt like they waited until maybe a few months before to say, oh, by the way, you know, yeah, we're not going to open all these rides. I mean, the, both of these rides, I should say, that we salivated you you were salivating you were we whetted your appetite you're waiting for these rides only one's going to open but at the same time still being like okay cool that's not going to open but at least we have the creature cantina right and to find out that both of those things didn't quite live up and that really i'm telling you it's like bottom of the ninth you know (laughs) you got one you got one run on base rise of the resistance really has to hit a home run yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's got to hit a home run to really, to me, save this as a land. Yep. And uh, for those that have been watching on social media, there's been a lot of people in Florida. I've seen it that have been doing uh, um, just like previews of that particular uh, ride and attraction, or at least some scenes. Not really ride experiences, yeah. but scenes. I haven't seen them where they videotaped it from start to finish, but they've described certain. I don't know if they are seeing it from start to finish i don't yeah. think they're showing them yeah everything. they're just showing like initial scenes and they're seeing some uh, show scenes and stuff i think and the magic our way podcast would do it as well except we haven't had our cards laminated yet that's right to, it's getting yeah, uh, yeah was, but, the right. cards are in the mail we have to invest a little bit more to yes. get that media pass yes right i have one question one last question i got one last question too okay well do you think it helped having hondo's voice going on while you're actually doing the flight oh good question no he needed to shut the hell up mm-hmm. well no, i mean as, I as for you. like gunner or like gunner or maybe his engineer i had no idea what the hell my button things were for so okay i guess as far as what to do i, I didn't mind that so much fair enough but can i tell you like the very first time i walked into the falcon i walked up to the guy letting us in the ride and like okay so y'all know your roles right and i said yeah i'm an engineer and i have no idea what i'm doing the guy looks at me and goes dude just hit the flashing button <laughs> <laughs> there's buttons ricky bobby just I hit him s- cops are coming i swear to christ yeah. that's exactly what he Let's said fish on, will you, guys? <sighs> that's just no, like something he no, would say. no uh just 
Take no. it easy. Hondos will be a witch the whole ways. We'll guide you in nothing. No, no. We're going to explain it as it goes along, and you feel it, and we don't know what's going to happen. He's like, dude, just hit the flashing buttons. Yeah, see, that's, that's the another thing. thing with the cast members. Yeah. 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 I don't think you needed to have his voice because, like, if you're shouting at everybody, do this, do that, you can't hear him anyway. But I think what would have helped is if you'd have had some sort of text or something on the screen that would have been like, you know, hyperspace coming, hit the, you know, hit the lever or something sure. like that. Because I didn't hear him. If no, I, I didn't either. Yeah, if I hadn't wrote it in the single rider line the first time with the girls, I wouldn't have known, oh, yeah, there's a certain part you got to go into hyperspace, get ready, because ah. everything's going to light up green, you know? But, yeah, I think they just would have needed a text up there to say, hey, yes. go left, go right, whatever. That's all, because I didn't hear a word that dude said at Me all. Me either. <laughs> I, I completely tuned him out because I was so sucked into the experience. Absolutely. Nice. And Lee, you said I you had a question? I got one quick thing. Okay. As a general conversation, as a general wrap up, you know, we spent about four hours maybe um, when we did, when we went back and did everything, four, four and a half hours. At no point the rest of the week did I feel like I wanted to go back. I saw it. It was cool. Like, all right, cool. I got, you know, I got my little Coke bottle souvenir. I saw the gift shops. I rode the rides. I drank at the bar. Cool. That was it. But I was constantly wanting to go back to Cars Land. I wanted to ride Radiator's like four times i wanted to write guardians of the galaxy three or four times um you know so i mean it was really a cool experience and i'm glad i got to see it and i'm glad i'm going to have something to compare it to when i go to florida this week but i i was happy with my four hours there and i didn't need to go back the rest of the trip rephrase at no point in time do i feel like i wanted to go back there to at no point in time do i feel like i needed to go back there and i agree with you You'd be like, mm-hmm. as far as like doing smugglers run, okay. you don't want to do that again. What, I, what, I like, like to what was I going to do if I went back? You know, oh. ride the ride again, maybe, but. Well, you can go and lie, you can get back into Oga's Cantina and get a better waiter. Or you a better drink go, that's actually there. a better there. drink. You could have gone back at a point in time where you saw the uh, the show where Kylo Ren comes out, or you could have, you know, oh, wow, there's some actual. Uh, hey, now the stormtroopers are, are you know, marching through or whatever. There are certain points where I could have anticipated. It, 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 I see what you're saying, and I completely agree with you. I just say, did I want to go back there or did I need to go back there? Now, having said that, you've never been to Disneyland before. So you were like, I, it's the first time I'm going to go with my initial first impressions. And first impressions are, I need to go here, here, and here. I've ridden Radiator Springs Racers 80 times. Would I have taken the third time? Yes. Would I have needed a third time? No. Okay, how about, how about this? You didn't need to go back in uh, Galaxy's Edge like I needed, even though you and I spent a whole lot of time in the Golden Horseshoe that one day. Sure, sure, sure. I needed to go back again right, into right. the Golden Horseshoe. Absolutely. I mean, I did. Yes. Yeah, okay. that's the story. That's yeah, but really quick, uh, that was what it, when I came back from the trip, that was the first thing I told a whole bunch of people. They're like, how'd you like this? Like, like, I flew the Millennium Falcon. Like, so uh, I would I would do that aspect of it again. I, that has complete replayability to me. But you never say, I co-flew the Millennium Falcon, right? Like, like me. Like, yeah, you know, I hear that, yeah. You say, I flew the Millennium Falcon, but you never say, I co-flew the Millennium Falcon. Doesn't sound as cool. Isn't quite. Uh, you just kind of wrap yourself around that experience. That's fair. Yeah. No, 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 it is, and that's what I'm saying. It's like Lee's question is a great question. Mm-hmm. I like it, Lee's question, but I think having been to Disneyland so many times prior to this and having experienced all those other attractions, I, that's the only caveat I would make to it. Did I? Did I have to go back? No. Did I need to go back there? No. But would I? Would I've liked to have done it another time under different circumstances? Uh, Absolutely. Okay. I, I think Ocus Cantina would have been dramatically improved had we had a waiter who engaged us. Yeah. Had we had a booth. Yeah. Had yeah. we had, you know. All this we mentioned on the previous right. show. Right. Make sure you check that out. Yeah. You know, okay. Maybe if it wasn't before the day before, we, maybe we did it in, the, in, a, in a, like a more current uh, uh, visitation so that way we weren't as whooped and tired because we were having four hour sleep nights yeah Yeah. okay i get i get what you say now okay yeah i would want to go back to smugglers road but i would need to go back to hyperspace mountain oh that's that's a whole nother conversation i know i know but a whole nother conversation when he phrased it like that then i was like okay i get what you're saying so yeah that's 
that's where I would stand. Fair enough, that. but real quick, okay. Uh, quick show of hands, don't elaborate. Hyperspace Mountain or Millennium Falcon Smuggler Run? I like Hyperspace Mountain. Oh, like just which just one pick is better? One. Like pick one, quick, quick, quick. I'm no no elaboration. Hyperspace, hyperspace, hyperspace. Kirk? Hyperspace. Hyperspace here too. Lee? Yeah, I'd say the same. That's a whole other show we can do. Yeah, oh. that's a whole other no, show. Absolutely. We'll get to that when we actually talk about the rest of our Disneyland trip report, which will definitely go with that. Yes, and when we had the Robertsons on, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but that was a good question, Lee. I, now I understand what he was saying. Yeah, right. I, to I, answer I your it. question, Lee, for me, um, if I the, the two most recent heavily themed lands that opened, which, which are Avatar and Black Spire Outpost, I would probably go back more to Black Spire Outpost sure. than I would Avatar. Sure. Agreed. Absolutely. You know, Agreed. Agreed. Well, guys, we're curious to know what your thoughts are on Smuggler's Run. Uh, if you've experienced it or if you have any questions for us, please let us know. But if you have experience, we definitely would like to hear your thoughts about it. Shoot us an email, and we're about to tell you how to get in touch with us in just a little bit. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that discussion of Smuggler's Run on our uh, last Disneyland Resort trip back in August 2019. If you want to learn more about us, magicarway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us to share your opinions through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at show at magicarway.com, leave us a voicemail via our speak pipe widget, or call or text us at 1 815 Moweekin. That is 1 815 Moweekin 669 4226. And of course, we've got a couple of guys to do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli, does things with comics. Sir, tell him what you got going on. Of course. You know, the story's all about the glory. You can visit ivorycomics.com and check out the artwork that I have for Project Geisha, Savages, and the Molly Be Damned. There's also blogs and interviews and all kind of good stuff in there. And of course, there's always a link to this podcast so you never miss an episode. You can find me on Facebook.com slash Eli H. Ivory. Always looking to meet new people as long as you're real people. You know what I'm saying with that. Uh, Project Geisha has own Facebook page, so Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Instagram, I can also be found there, eivory504. And, of course, I can be found on Twitter at Hancock1066. So if you appreciate the madness, then you're just bringing me the gladness. Thank you very much. And if you want to book a vacation to Black Spire Outpost to witness and experience Smuggler's Run, you can do so through Lee. Lee, tell them how to do this. Uh, just give me a call at 832-570-5490. That's 832 Parsec Shul Healen. <laughs> 832 <laughs> That's XL, a <laughs> <laughs> Oh, You can uh, email me at lee at magicarway.com and you can check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash lost get up, travel. Get up, get up, get up. L A S T O V I C A travel. If you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Marvin Gayavika. Wake up, wake up. <laughs> and guys, if you want to support all of this, you can do so through the following ways. You can buy us some beignets and support the show that way on right there on our homepage. You can also represent the Moeekin Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And the easiest way to support us is to leave a rating, interview, and Apple Podcast or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play Music, etc. Finally, if you want to have a place in which you can freely speak your Disney mind without fear of retribution, join us in the Moeek and Pleasure Island 33 Facebook group. There you will have the chance to interact with all the famous Moeekans, as well as Danny, Eli Lee, yours truly, and offer some Moeekan. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. And remember, guys, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And thank you to Officer Weekend for coming back into the Fast City Studios and joining us on our Disneyland trip report. I'm sure there'll be a couple other shows that you're going to be on because there's still a lot more to talk about uh, with our recent trip. Oh, a lot more. A lot, lot more. A lot more. A lot more. And we'll definitely get a lot of good more. stuff. Yes. All the stuff. What do you want to talk about the most? Three words. Hat, box, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Wow. Very good. So, guys, uh, we thank you all of you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and make us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome on the Magic Army podcast, so get in touch with us today. Some weekends. Ladies and gentlemen, we say Quahirini. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Coaxium. Don't you mean coaxium?
Oh, do you chew that, <laughs> dude? Jesus Christ! Does that tastes good. Is that really what you went with? <laughs> Can't have just one. Hey, folks! This is Lee from the Magic Our Way podcast, and while I'm booking all those magical Disney vacations, I'm listening to Mad Hatter Radio. So, weekends, ladies and gentlemen, enough of our jibber jabber. Let's go make some magic. I was trying to say parsecs, but I was like, nah, that's not going to work. <laughs> Let's go make some parsecs. No. Parsecs of magic? Let's go parsecs. No, it's not even work. So, no need to waste any parsecs. Okay, yeah. Uh, right, it's up to you. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll try one of those. So, weekends, ladies and gentlemen, enough of me wasting some parsecs. Let's go discuss some smuggler run magic. <laughs> Good. I like that, actually. Uh, parsecs is awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And we actually used it correctly, too. Yeah, I yeah. think you did. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Vernacular. It's a unit of time instead of a distance, so it's good. I'm right. glad you did that. Whatever kind of sex you can get, it's all good. I'm with that. Right. Par sex. Par sex. Par four. Par none. Par four. Parkour. 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 All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> 